स्मार्ट यू आर लिसनिंग टू हेल्थ शॉट्स ब्रॉट यू बाय एच डी स्मार्ट हेलो एवरीवन वेलकम बैक टू शीसलेस वी होप दैट यू आर ऑल सेफ एंड वेल एंड प्रिपेयरिंग फॉर द लॉकडाउन टू गेट ओवर फॉर ट्रस्ट मी वी नो हाउ मच वी वेटेड टू जस्ट स्टेप आउट एंड एंजॉय द वर्ल्ड अगेन But till that time why don't we tuck in and tune in to another health champion story This week on She Slays we are in conversation with Sanika Kadam a 26 year old law student residing in Pune About 4 years ago when Sanika was 22 years old she was diagnosed with a benign brain tumor The rare brain tumor that Sanika was diagnosed with is called an astrocytoma Sanika battled the disease for almost 4 years and eventually came out victorious and triumphant after a very grilling round of chemotherapy and surgery. Hi, I am Sanika. I am 26 years old, final year law student from Pune. I had a benign brain tumor called as pilocytic astrocytoma. I had a pretty normal childhood but I was a really clumsy child I was not one of those students uh, who are good in sports even as a teenager I had no major problems but there was always this nagging feeling that I am certainly a bit different because I wasn't really good at coordinating my stuff but none of the events that preceded my diagnosis would have let me to believe that i would be ever diagnosed with a brain tumor it would often happen that i would stumble upon things my reflexes were always slow if i would touch a hot object i wouldn't usually pull back my hand very quickly it often took me 3 or 4 seconds longer than it should I was a very slow writer. I couldn't really match the speed of my class while writing and I didn't really have that sense of grace or that sense of coordination that children usually have. So a couple of months before my diagnosis, I could notice a pretty serious weakness in my right hand. I had a limp sort of while walking. I couldn't lift up 1 kg or 2 kg weight and I used to often spill the tea on my shirt or on my trousers and I just thought that why is this happening this has not happened ever before even though I was a clumsy child it didn't happen so often that was the beginning that led to the eventual diagnosis in the problem since my both parents are doctors i go to the gym of the ime and there are many doctors who come there as well but i was very weak when i went to the gym and i couldn't really lift up even a half kg 1 kg weight and i couldn't really feel the movement in my shoulder it happened that a friend of my dad was in the gym and i just asked him that okay what might be the problem he was like that there might be a nerve or something probably something that might have been triggered by the exercise or you know heavy weight so what you do is you go to a neurologist and get a checkup done 
when i went to the neurologist and the neurologist ordered an mri because usually they want to rule out the worst and they do not want any kind of delay in the diagnosis when the doctor called half an hour later it kind of made us unsettled a bit and restless because we were expecting that okay even though it might not be something very serious what if something serious is actually the problem and when we went in and when we saw the results it displayed on the doctor's backlit board i could see a tumor and i was like okay this is it what now what next how can it certainly happen I was 22 years old when I got diagnosed. After the diagnosis, the immediate step was to get a biopsy done and we consulted a neurosurgeon. 2 days after my diagnosis, I was having a biopsy done to find out which kind of tumor do I have? Is it malignant? Is it benign? How treatable it is? Is non-surgical option a viable option for the treatment and everything that comes along with it? I had one more small surgical process called as stereotactic biopsy, which is also done usually to remove some sort of liquid from the tumor so that it decompresses a bit and the pressure on the brain is relieved i had total of four surgeries two minor and two craniotomies which are open brain surgeries basically where they drill a hole in your skull cut it down the way you open a can and remove the tumor i had two of those what happens is that they cut through your brain to reach the tumor since my tumor was in the middle of the brain with no access point they had to uh, cut through the center which regulates the speech and vocabulary so after surgery i found myself at loss of words literally because i couldn't remember any i had to learn all the languages all over again because that part which stores your thought and the translation into the language it was damaged so it took quite a bit after the first surgery it was a very painful process and i even had a radiotherapy which lasted for around 7 to 8 sessions it was quite a long process uh, over a period of 2 years i was hospitalized for both my major surgeries for around 7 days each and for minor surgeries around 3 days each even after 7 sessions of radiation and waiting for 1 year we found that uh, the treatment hadn't really worked so we had to do a second craniotomy and after the second surgery it was the time that i finally felt better because i could feel the sensation the feeling of touch the feeling of temperature the feeling of movement returning to my hand and leg because i was paralyzed so it was all numb i couldn't feel anything but that was the time when i felt better 
The process of recovery is ongoing. There are continuously some kind of deficits that I can observe. The extra tiredness that I get or sometimes the lack of coordination that I have or the headaches that I still get due to the scar tissue. There's something or the other that I always notice which is a bit off. but it is a part of it and usually my neurosurgeon says that it takes around 5 to 6 years to completely recover and get back the feeling of normalcy presently i have finally completed my final year of law and i am waiting to complete my exams and recovery is a continuous process and there are good days there are bad days mostly i can monitor my recovery through the workouts that i do if i am able to run a bit faster if i am able to lift a bit uh, heavier i know that okay i am recovering so as far as recovery goes it is going on really well there are things that i used to love to do and i couldn't because of the tumor like painting so in the pandemic situation in the lockdown situation i have finally had the courage to pick up my pencils and paint brushes again and try my hand at sketching and painting again as far as what you can do in your situation or in everyday life is just one thing don't ignore the signs of your body if your body tells you that okay there's something wrong 9 out of 10 times there is something wrong and the only way you can be mindful of your body you can listen to your body is by working out regularly meditating regularly and eating relatively healthy because when you do not really take care of your body your body doesn't really take care of you it doesn't tell you what its problem is it is a give and take relationship so the more you take care of your body the earlier it will tell you about the signs of something not being wrong and maybe prevent it in the earlier stages get the therapy get the treatment required in the earlier stages so that it never really disrupts your life the only way you can be in control of your life is by being in control of your body and your mind so this was sanika kadam story a truly inspiring she slays champion in these times of pain and uncertainty a story like sanika's comes as a fresh take on life inspiring us to prioritize our health every single day and becoming our own health champion if you too have a story that you would like to share with us then write to us at healthshots@hindustantimes.com and let us tell your story to the world till then stay indoors stay safe and stay in touch with your loved ones this is chaya dabas signing off i will see you next week bye bye see you soon You were listening to Health Shots brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.